If you have your Bibles, I want you to go with me again to 1 Samuel chapter 14. I want to begin reading with verse number 4. Let's stand, if you will, for the reading of God's Word. When you found it, say, praise the Lord. Notice how it reads. And between the passage by which Jonathan sought to go over to the Philistines' garrison, there was a sharp rock on one side and a sharp rock on the other side. The name of the one was Boaz, and the name of the other was Shena. The forefront of the one was situate northward over against Michmash, and the other southward over against Gibeah. Jonathan said to the young man that bare his armor, Come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. For there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many, listen to this, or by few. There is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. I don't know what you're facing, don't know what you're going through this morning, but I believe God wants to help somebody in this service today. And his armor bearer said unto him, Do all that is in thine heart. Turn thee, behold, I am with thee according to thy heart. Then said Jonathan, Behold, we will pass over unto these men. We will discover ourselves unto them. If they say thus unto us, Tarry until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place and will not go up unto them. But if they say thus, Come up unto us, listen to this, then we will go up, for the Lord hath delivered them into our hand, and this shall be a sign unto us. Both of them discovered themselves to the garrison of the Philistines. The Philistines said, Behold, the Hebrews come up forth out of the holes where they they had hid themselves. And the men of the garrison answered Jonathan and his armor bearer and said, Come up to us. And we'll show you a thing. Sounds like a challenge, doesn't it? I just wonder if there's anybody in this room willing to accept the challenge. Come up unto us and we'll show you a thing. And Jonathan said unto his armor bearer, Come up after me for the Lord hath delivered them into the hand of Israel. Jonathan climbed upon his hands and upon his feet. His armor bearer after him, and they fell before Jonathan. And his armor bearer slew after him. Listen to verse 14. And that first slaughter which Jonathan and his armor bearer made was about 20 men within, as it were, a half acre of land which a yoke of oxen might plow. I want to preach to you this morning on this thought, victory on a half acre of land. If you would this morning, stretch your hand toward this pulpit. Let's pray and ask God for his anointing on this word. Father, I want to thank you again for this day that you have so wonderfully and graciously given 
to us today, Lord, another chance, another opportunity to come to preach the Word of God. I pray now, Lord, that you'd hide me behind the cross. I need the touch of God that makes preaching easy. Give me clarity of thought and qual of expression, I pray. Touch us today, God. I'm asking you to meet us in these altars. Let victory be won. Let the hand of God be extended. I thank you for what I feel in my soul. The anointing of God that destroys the yoke. Help me today, Lord. I'm asking you in the mighty name of Jesus that you help me today to preach without fear, favor, compromise of men. Meet us in these altars and I'll give you the praise. For it's in Jesus' wonderful name we do pray. And would everybody shout amen. You may be seated. Look over to your neighbor and smile real big and tell them it's so good to see you. Go ahead, show them those pearly whites, even if they're not yours. Come on. Amen. I want to preach to you this morning from the very depths of my heart. Uh, You can look at this particular passage in many different ways this morning, but we are all faced with the same devil. We're fighting, maybe some are fighting fear. Some are up against dread, doubt, or maybe even unbelief. Maybe you're here this morning, you're faced with heartache or maybe discouragement. But I believe this morning we can claim our victory on a half acre of land. And you know, I believe that the hand of God is not short. His ear is not heavy. Folks, if there's ever been a time that we, the church, need to get a hold of God, it's now. The sand in the hourglass is almost golden. Soon we'll face that Christ that our sister sang about a little bit ago. We will behold him face to face. But I know today there's extremities that we all are facing, maybe difficult times, difficult hours. And my God, but I know today there's a God in heaven that wants to give you the victory more than you really want to have it. Come on, say amen. Maybe there's somebody sitting beside you. They're going through a trying time. Maybe they're up against a difficult crisis. But victory can be won right here today in evangel assembly of God if you'll just turn it all over to God say amen hallelujah notice this garrison I believe that this chapter really emphasizes that the Israelites were defeated the Philistines only because they defeated the Philistines only because God had acted on their behalf If ever a man or lady obtains victory in their life, it's because of God Almighty. Can you say amen? I thank God. You know, there's times that we we face the meal. We face the hardship. We go through difficult times. Can you say amen? Now, I want to tell you right now, the prelude of this revival It don't hurt my feelings one bit to hear you say amen, to hear you say come on. You know, when I first started preaching, it bothered me 
when folks didn't say amen. Can I come down here? You know, it bothered me when they didn't say amen. So, you know, I got to the place I thought, well, you know, if they don't say amen, maybe they're not getting it. So I'll just stay on point one till they get it. So now you're getting the picture. Say amen. So if you want to go eat lunch, amen. Victory on a half acre of land. Could you imagine Jonathan and his armor bearer? No doubt they walked that same path day in and day out. But they looked upon that mountain every day and they saw a garrison that the Philistines had set up on their land. You see, a lot of time the devil moves in. He tries to gain area in our lives. Come on, somebody. Say amen to me. He tries to put up a garrison. Maybe to stop. And all a garrison was a place that held the armor, the artillery. And the devil thinks now he's got everybody right where he wants them. But I want to tell you, not everybody's defeated. Not everybody's got their backs against the wall. There is a child of God that says, I stand for the victory of God. Can I tell you we need an outpouring of the Holy Ghost more now in our churches than we've ever needed it before. Amen. Somebody said a while ago, said, now listen, you know, you got seven services here. You try to cover your voice. That's all. If I have to whisper, we're going to have church. I didn't pray, I didn't fast last week for nothing not to have revival. Amen. I believe that revival is in the air. Say amen. You know, I I won't be able to preach all this. And I was thinking this morning, I got up, got ready, and I started reading the Bible trying to get to where I needed to be. And I thought, man, I found another message that we're going to preach tonight. It's going to tie right into this one. Say amen to me. Listen to me. This is an awesome story about the faith of a man of God. Amen. It's armor bearer. The story here, it represents the true character of God toward the people of God. Did you know God is concerned about you? You may say, but Brother Ronnie, I've made a mistake. We all have, but aren't you glad we're serving a God of the second chance? Say amen to me. We've all slipped at times. We've all made mistakes. But hey, we're serving a God that will forgive you. Come on. You may have thought some bad things. You may have did some awful things. But hey, victory belongs to the child of God. Somebody ought to say amen. Listen, even when we hadn't been everything that we could have been, for God and toward the things of God. I can tell you that God doesn't want the enemy possessing our land. Listen, I told somebody the other day, I said, you know, I don't know what this country's going to face. I don't know what we're up against. Just a few days now to the election. And it's going to affect everybody in this room. But we say, oh, it's my candidate or their candidate. But listen, folks, we've got a job to do as the church of Almighty God. 
There's folks in this world that's got their eyes on the church. If you say you've got the power, then you better possess the power. Say amen to me. If you say you've got God, you better live like you got him. Not just in the church, but when you get on your job and your co-workers are watching you, you live your life according to the way that God would have you to live. I'm glad I'm a child of God. I'm glad of my Pentecostal heritage. I'm glad to be a tongue talker. I'm not ashamed of it. God have mercy. The first thing I want us to see in this story today, the Philistines, how were they able to establish a stronghold in Israel's land? This is how it always start. Satan tries to establish a garrison on our property, on our land. Say amen. And Satan's plan it is to defeat us, to overtake our land, to overtake what's ours. He tries to establish a stronghold. Can you say amen? I want to tell you that strongholds are going to be destroyed by the power of God. We've got to have God's power. We've got to have an outpouring of God's Holy Ghost power. Say amen. You're sick and tired. Churches. Now listen, folks. I don't want this just to be a series of meetings or an influx of people. But Brother Langford, I want us to have revival this week. Could we imagine our sister sing that song? We shall behold him. I don't want to see his hinder parts. But Brother Jonathan, I want to see him face to face. I want him to look at me and say, Well done, thy good and You know, they can't look at you in your face and talk to you. I've got a guy I work with. He'll start looking at me, start talking to me, he looks at the ground. I said, Alfred, what's wrong with you? I said, are you dishonest? I don't want to back up talking to God. I want him to see me face to face. If there's anything in my life that I need victory over, God, let me feel it in my soul. Let me feel it in my heart. Don't let me be ashamed of anything that's in my life right now. Sang that song. And I thought, oh, that'd be easy to tie it into anything. You could preach on a Christmas message. sad thing about it is when we see that the enemy has moved into our territory we cannot afford to let him stay there I want to challenge everybody in this room do you want God to send revival to evangel assembly of God this week 
Well, about half of us, come on here. Do you really want God to do something out of the ordinary? I don't know about you, but I'm hungry to see a miracle. I want to see God do something great. Say amen to me. I want to see God have his way in every heart, every life, every home, every situation. Victory on a half acre of land. Now listen, to occupy that we've allowed the enemy to come in, we find that Israel's in a bad way. They're outnumbered by a wide margin. (laughs) They have no real weapons. They use axes, maddocks, pitchforks, as well as ox goads. The children of Israel were discouraged with no reasonable hope of finding the victory. If the devil can ever get you to run, if he can ever get you to hide, that's where he starts gaining ground on us. They tell me that one out of every two marriages are ending up now in divorce court. And it's not just in the world. It's coming into the church. Say amen. So I believe the devil's fighting real hard to move in on us. I'm looking for a Jonathan and an armor bearer this morning. That'll say enough is enough. I've seen enough of this junk. And it's time to tear down the garrison. Come on here. Jonathan says, listen. If they tell us to go up, we're going. If they tell us to stay here, they're coming. We're going to stay here. I just wonder how many of us in this room right now will say, God, I don't care what it takes. I've got to have victory in my life. My family needs victory. My children, come on here. Say amen. If you don't shout, I'll preach at 10 o'clock tonight. Come on, somebody. Say amen to me. Don't you let the devil back you into a corner. Square your shoulders. Make up your mind and say enough is enough. We are going to win this. We are victorious. We will not stop until we find complete. Whatever you decide, I'm going with you. Pastor, whatever you decide, I'm with you. You're not going to get on God's, come on here. You're not going to get on God's time. There's folks in this church today. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Strongholds can be anything that Satan has established in your life that he specifically uses against you against you to weaken your spirituality. Strongholds can be specific sins or habits. Amen. They could be a spirit of discouragement. It could be a stronghold of sickness or a disease. Come on here. Did you know we've got a God that answers prayer? He heals all of our diseases. He will give you victory. He will give you joy. He will give you peace. Come on, somebody. Say amen to me. So we've come to church. You're facing something in your personal life. And you really need God to help you. Sometimes there's things that we face. We don't want anybody to know anything about. But God already knows it. 
You see, you look at the life of David. Man, you can't preach a revival without mentioning David. David, I believe, is the most preached about character in the Word of God. You see, when David was in his private life, on the backside of that desert, he's praying, he's talking to God. A bear and a lion comes out against some of the sheep. And David says, not this time. Not now. We've got to be ready to cut the devil off. Jonathan, his armor bearer, they see upon the hill a garrison that the enemy has put on the property of God's people. And they said, I've had enough of this. I've had enough of it. We've got to do something about it. When you have enough of it, you'll do something about it. They could have walked day in, day out, and not said nothing. Don't bother them. It's kind of like a wash nest on my front porch. My wife said, Ronnie, we need to wash the porch down. But honey, there's a wash nest. She said, I'll get you some wash spray. I said, when you get it, I'll wash it down. She goes to Walmart. She gets everything but wash spray. Ronnie, we need to wash the porch down. But baby, the wash nest just goes on for a couple of weeks. And I come in one day, she says, hey, we need to wash the porch down. I said, what about the wash nest? She said, you haven't even looked. It's gone. Get the sprayer, get the bleach, and let's go to work. Oh, I'd rather be riding horses than washing down a porch. Same man. Somebody said, I'd rather be on Facebook. I ain't got to worry about that because I don't know how to work the Facebook. So we got the wash this down, got the porch clean, and then go on to different things. And I better not talk about that no more. Let's get the garrison out of the way. Jonathan's armor bearer. <coughs> they made up their mind to go up or to wait. <coughs> no matter what happens, no matter what comes or what goes, victory belongs to us. I'm not saying that you're not going to face the onslaught of the enemy. You're not going to face circumstantial things that will rise up against your life. But I will say this, everything that comes against you is going to come down.
Can you say amen? The enemy tries to bring everything upon our lives, maybe with a threat, a stronghold. It can be a mental mindset. If you could number the things, whatever comes against you, I want you to know that God's going to be right beside you. He said, I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. Lo, I'll be with you always, even to the end of the It may be a disease. It may be something in your life. It may be something that's battling and pulling you down. A few months ago, we were getting ready for a wedding around my house. My oldest daughter was to get married October the 15th. Put the church of God on you if you don't. All they did was argued. All they did was fought, complained. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I told my wife, I'm taking this to prayer. This is going to prayer. I liked a young man, a talented musician. I mean, he played mandolin, banjo. I mean, just what nothing you couldn't sit in front of me, couldn't play it. But that ain't everything. I'm telling you, I told her, I said, I'm concerned about your well-being. Oh, Daddy. I'm going to prayer. And you take it to prayer, honey. You let God fix it. You let you let God work it out. And if God ain't in it, you don't need her. You don't need him. Come on, say amen to me. If it ain't got God in it, stay away from it. I'd ask her every now and then, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. But I could tell something wasn't right. You know what I did? I just let go and let God. You know, you can take it to God in prayer. And nobody's got to know nothing about it. You can take it to God in prayer. You ain't got to tell nobody. It was on a Wednesday morning. My oldest daughter got up. I seen so much cake. I seen wedding dresses. I seen wedding shoes. I saw bridesmaid dresses. Back now, I've got a $3,000 wedding dress hanging in a closet in my house. I said, what are we going to do with this? She said, I don't know. I said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to hang it in my office. And every day I walk in, I'm going to thank God for answering prayer. Say amen to me. She got up on a Wednesday morning. She said, Daddy, enough is enough. What are you going to do? She said, I'm breaking up with him. I said, say what? She said, I'm breaking up with him. You don't say. You don't say. 
You don't say. A garrison will come down if you'll give it to God. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're up against. But listen, Jonathan and his armor bearer could have stared that thing down. But they said, we're going up. We're going to go up and take care of business. When you come to this altar this morning, I want you to come to this altar and let's take care of some business. Come on here. Let's take care of it. Let's get the garrison out of the way. There's people in this room right now. God's speaking to your heart. There's something in your life that you almost get victory over. You almost get to the top of the mountain. And you almost get it defeated. But before you can get to the top and take care of business, it's right back in your face. I could touch three of you on your nose right now. That God's speaking to you about victory. Jonathan and his armor bearer, they start climbing up. One's situated against Michmash, one's against Gibeah. He never said it's going to be easy. Bump your neighbor and tell him it ain't going to be easy. But if you'll make up your mind, you can climb this mountain. You can get to the top. You can find victory today. You can get complete reform in your life, in your ability. You can get back to where God wants you to be. Come on, somebody. Say amen to me. And the Bible said, and the first slaughter was 20 men. Whereby it might take you that long to plow a half acre of land with a yoke of oxen. You know, it doesn't take a half acre of land, only a piece of wood and a piece of carpet or fabric about nine feet long, 14 inches wide. The song said, take your burdens to the Lord and leave them. Those old songs, oh God, those old hymnals. Today I was singing one while I was getting ready for church. Some glad morning when this old life is o'er. I'm going to fly away. If I could sing it, you'd be in trouble. I'd sing it. Jonathan, we're going to leave this old world. It's going to be worth every valley, every trial, every time you had to cry all by yourself. Put your face in a couch or in your bed saying, God, I don't know how. I don't know why. But God says, Jonathan, I'm going to bring you through. I will show you that I'm a God that brings victory. Can I tell you this morning, all you've got to do is make up your mind tonight. You ain't got to have Jonathan and his armor bearer. 
Listen. The armor bearer signifies the Holy Ghost. Jonathan signifies the church. They said that Jonathan, the armor bearer, went first. That was a little out of the ordinary. I've been to Man, I feel like preaching this morning. Last church I was in, it was Monday night. Brother Langford and I was praying for Friday night. I don't even want to get out of this service. When you can be yourself, oh my, listen to me. The armor bearer goes up, signified as the Holy Ghost. He said the armor bearer, Jonathan was, the armor bearer's knocking them down, and Jonathan was killing them. What are you saying, Brother Jarman? I'm saying right now that the Holy Ghost will knock it down, but you've got to be willing to stop it in its tracks and say right now, enough is enough. Raise your hands and give God a praise in this house, please. A few weeks ago now, I was preaching a meeting. It was that of Louisiana. A 15-year-old kid Youngin, I wish I could go back when I was 15. Fifteen years old. And I was preaching on the power to get it out. And a young 15-year-old boy, sitting about middle ways of the church, he gets up, he starts walking to the And the Holy Ghost spoke to me and said, watch him. I watched him. He took two steps and he fell to the floor. And he started crawling to the altar. I'm telling you, I didn't, you know, I didn't stop him. I just did what the Holy Ghost said to do. Said, watch him. When he crawled up to that altar, he reached inside of his pocket, put out a plastic baggie, and laid it on the altar. He said, Brother Jarman, come pray with me. Said, I want you to know for two years, this stuff in this bag has me bound, had me held up, and I couldn't go nowhere. He said, what I need right now is for God to give me power to get it out, to get rid of it. Same. 15 years old. We need victory on a half acre of land. Got saved. Walked into church. Brother Fred Tomlin always meets at the door. And this is what he'd ask me. He said, Brother Ronnie, have you got the victory? Brother Ronnie, you got the victory. victory sometimes I knew good and well I didn't have it but I was in the right place to get it 
And one night, we had one of those services where everybody had red eyes, red noses. We got ready to leave, and he's, he's back to the church. He said, Brother Ronnie, have you got the victory? I said, Brother Tomlin, I've got more than the victory. He said, I've got to hear this. What is it that's more than the victory? I said, brother, I've got the victor. When you've got Jesus, there ain't a devil in, come on here. There ain't a devil in hell. There ain't a garrison that the devil can put up to stop you from getting your victory. This morning you're here. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're facing. But I do know there's folks in this room right now. You need a good dose of victory. You need God to help you this morning. I don't know how far you've come. I don't know how long you've been fighting it. But I do know there's about three or four of you under the sound of my voice right now. You need God to help you. To touch you. And you need God to give you complete victory over what you're facing in your life right now. Young people, you may hide it from your youth leader, but you can't hide it from God. Wife, you may hide it from your husband, but you can't hide it from God. Husbands, you may hide it from your wife, but you will not hide it from God. Church, you may hide it from your pastor, but I'll guarantee you, if I know Brother Jerry Langford like I think I do, this is a praying man. You just think you got it hid. He already knows. But he's talking to God to give you complete victory. God wants to give somebody victory in this room right now. Would you bow your heads, please? Gracious Father, I have done my very best. Lord, I've delivered my heart to this thy people. And God, these are your people and they're precious. I'd never say or do anything to be shrewd or caustic or abrasive this morning. God, I know that you've given me this message. I want you right now to let the chief deputy the Holy Ghost of God to walk the aisles of this church. God, that man, that woman, that boy or that girl, God, the enemy's moved in to cause chaos in their life. They're reaping havoc now. But right now, God, I'm asking you by the power of heaven that you come down in this church right now. Spirit of God, Talk to every heart. For I do pray and ask it all in the man's name of Jesus.